the you kind of like this guy, but when you can't decide between the filet o fish or the Big Mac, and he says, I'll get you both. Thank you. You definitely <laughs> like this guy meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. We're back. It's part two of part three of the deliberation. Part four. <laughs> part two, part three. <clears throat> yeah. We, uh, in which yeah. we, uh, uh, sort and categorize women. That's offensive on the face of it. <laughs> well, we did uh, it to the men first. Yeah, I don't think we can have a female category. It's too offensive. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, Just cut the whole thing. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, we need to get into the best actress category. Carrie Coon. All right. It's uh, already sh- in the right order. Just going to say, should we, start, should we start at the bottom and work our way up again? Sure. Yeah. I'm. Who's Kate McKinnon? She's uh, an actress on Saturday Night Live, a cast member, mm. so she's fucked. Uh, Samara, <laughs> Samira Wiley. These are people we had to look up because we didn't know their names. That I, day. I recognize that Uzo as uh, Orange Is New Black, sure. right? Uh, Samira Wiley is ah, oh, she's uh, Pusse on uh, Orange Is the New Black, as is mm. Uzo Aduba, Don't Robin Wright. Um, man, I don't know. Like both of these women are really, really good. I'm gonna dump them in the top ten. See what happens. But, but you, you haven't seen any other shit either, so this is a fool's uh-huh. errand. Whatever. <laughs> Why didn't you put him in number one? Because I'm just... <laughs> I, I, I don't care enough to correct my mouse click. Uh, Robin Wright. House of Cards. Is she... Is she even close to top ten? If so, put her up there. Is she? I mean, I don't know, because I, I, I don't have as... Uh... Oh, shit. Why can't it just get everything there? All right. Uh, so Rachel McAdams, probably. Yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, Annie. Annie Bezaridis. Um, Ava Green is, of course, on Penny Dreadful. Have you, have you made any headway on that? Okay. No. So Jamie Clayton, I who? don't know who that is. Probably another person from... Penny Dreadful? Nah. No? Jamie Clayton is insensate. She's your girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. She plays Nomi. <clears throat> sure. They're going, uh, they're, I think they're she going needs back, to be... They're going back up. to the Nomi wor- uh, well again? Back to the Nomi well? Yeah, I believe Nomi was uh, the hero <laughs> of uh, that... Uh, the, not The one they did before the... Jupiter Ascending. The one with Tom Hanks. Cloud Atlas? Cloud Atlas. Which is, is I, it? I like okay. Cloud Atlas. I never saw it. Okay. Is she going to the top? Uh, Yeah, she deserves to be talked about, sure. Although you haven't seen it, so I doubt she's going to win anything. But All right. You're doing a lot of uh, elevating. There. Mary Steenburgen. She's good. She's not going to make the she's top good. ten. Get out of here. Uh, you know who might? What's her? Joelle uh, Carter. Yeah, throw her up there. Is, or let me ask you, Mary Steenburgen better than Joelle Carter? No. Okay, so only one makes it to the top. There can be only one. Watch Highlander for the first time all the way through this weekend. Terrible movie. Oh, Mary Steenburgen's good. She's real good. I won't take anything away from her. But... Yep, yep, yep. You know what you get, Mary? You know what you get? <laughs> God you get it. a spectacular, excellent, super good job sticker. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Allison Wright. Who plays... <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would put that. Nope. Allison Wright. We should be putting character names next to these, yeah? As we go. Who the hell? I, so I'm, I'm seeing her. She is 
uh, Phillips jump off on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. She plays uh, the Americans. Uh huh. Sure. Well, what, uh, you don't even know good, her character, I don't, I don't think Martha. She's Martha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think she needs to be in the top ten. Sorry, Martha. okay. Sorry, Allison. Carrie Russell. I'm yeah, assuming you're going to put her go. in the top ten. Would you look up Rachel Keller? Because I don't know who the hell that is either. Rachel Keller? When you're in trouble, you need the law offices of Rachel Keller. They'll work on your side. Uh, she's Simone from Fargo. Simone from Fargo. Mm, I like her a lot. I like her a lot. I'm going to throw her at the very bottom of the top ten see how she does. Right Actually, it's so bottom, she's in the number 11 spot. Kristen, Kristen Miliotti Mil- is uh, Miliotti. Betsy. <clears throat> Who? Oh, yes. Betsy, uh, whatever their last name is. Salverson. Salverson, yeah. All right, Betsy. Sure. Well, let's, while we're at it, Jean, Jean, Jean Floyd. Smart. Floyd Jean Gerhardt. Smart is Floyd. Uh, and Kristen Dunst is Peggy. Peggy. Let's move those women as a unit to the top, no? All right, yeah. send them up right there bam okay this is fun Kristen Ritter Kristen Ritter uh, I pretty good man have I you seen Kristen Ritter do anything but Kristen Ritter I mean that's and I don't know problem. who Kristen Ritter is and it, she's got the Jesse yeah. Plemons thing where right she's the B from apartment 23 mm-hmm. and that's all I mean she does have like I think she's most she's effective Jane. when you see she's... like non-jaded Jessica Jones in the beginning, and like when you know, the, she some, seems pretty jaded to me. And then it's like the it's jump. super effective when you know who Jessica Jones is, and then uh, she becomes a smiling, simpering fool under Kilgrave. Like that's effective when she breaks out with a genuine smile, which you know is not genuine because uh-huh. it's on command. And then somehow her tartness makes that sadder and, and work better than I think a lesser actress. But I have a hard time saying she's top 10 worthy. She's carrying a lot of difficult material, yeah. but she's stomping around in, you know, she's perfectly cast for this character. I can, I can, I can agree with that. Okay. But you don't think she did anything to distinguish herself? She just role. stomps around in the Kristen Ritter boots. All right. Fine. I'm mostly with you. I think, the, you know, David Tennant goes up because he has played a lot of different things. And I've seen him in other stuff and I'd see his range. I don't, I don't yet know about Kristen Ritter. Uh, okay, She's some, still, some Game of Thrones women. Uh, Maisie Williams and Lena Headey. Mm, up. Up, up, and away. Okay. It's going to be a shit show at the top. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a real real fight. Uh, Who the fuck is that? Catherine Keener. Um, that is... Um, uh, what the hell has she been in? <laughs> Oh, you you know who she was? Because every time I see her, I see her and she's looking so young. But she played the older Jewish woman who was agitating against the projects in uh, uh, Show Me Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's super uh, good. She's real good. I know her as the girl from uh, the Forty Year Old Virgin. I believe that's <laughs> is that the who he okay. dated, ends up dating. I don't. So then, uh, what am I going to put the old Jewish lady from? Yeah, old Jewish <laughs> old. lady from middle-aged Jewish 
lady from yeah. Show Me, Show me a, a Hero. I'll look her up. You, you won't recognize her character name. No, but we can have it at least. Show her that much respect. I can't find her. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, Mary Dorman. Dorman. That Mary, would not Mary, help me. Mary uh, I would. Th- I would say, who does she play? <laughs> nah, okay. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's get Debran Wool is sure. the, the really hot strawberry blonde uh, who has uh, watery blue eyes in Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. I'm sorry, no, Daredevil. Daredevil. She's the uh, victim turned secretary turned partner. Is she a partner at the end of that? Is she turned whistleblower? Yeah, I think she's got some ownership stake. Okay, I, I don't know if it's official, but she's essentially she gets two points on the, the back three. end of Netflix. I think <laughs> probably. Uh, I but so she's good. I didn't think she was amazing. I think but. she's she is really good in this and True Blood. Um, but I'm having a hard time. I mean, I really I quantifying her acting ability. Yeah. She doesn't have an especially... She's kind of like the female version of Harrison Ford where I feel like she shows up and does her thing and that's like you sit up and take notice. You know? Like mm. she's just really charismatic. Yeah. And... Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed with her character either. Like I, you have a soft spot for her. No, seriously, yeah. Her and Rosario. <laughs> I don't get and it. And then the the only thing, the only softer spots for I Rosario Dawson. Right. And yeah. I just don't know what the hell to do. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Hmm. Who's better in that? Let me ask you this. Do you think either of them are going to make top 10? Not in this, <clears throat> not in this year, no. Okay. Then let's skip them. Okay. Kieran Ship. Ice cold. Well, if uh, you're not going to make the top ten, I don't let's care say, to talk let's about take you. Elizabeth Moss, Christina Hendricks, and Kieran and Shipka all as a unit. Send them up. They all get sent Send up. Send them up. Uh, top of the list. Top of the lake, even. Top of the for lake. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, you're getting ahead of our Boomerang series. <laughs> uh, okay. How did uh, Joelle Carter? No, I'll say. Wait, are we back? I what think we might be back. No, no, no we no. haven't done Ann Dowd, Regina King, any of them. Uh, so Ann Dowd, but they were already kind of at the top of the list. Ann Dowd needs to go to the top. Send them up. And then we're that, then we're send them up. Then, Regina then King, the can that we kicked down the road has <laughs> has rolled back down the hill. Uh huh. All right, so here we go. We start playing the game. Uh, is Joelle Carter better than Jamie Clayton? No. Okay. Definitely not. Is Jamie Clayton better than Maisie Williams, who's Arya from Orange is the New Game of Thrones? <laughs> Orange is the New... Yes. Arya Stark. Is she better than Arya Stark? Uh, let me think about this a second. Maisie Williams. I think she's one of the better of parts of, of this kind of off-season of Game of Thrones. All the stuff she's doing in House of Black and White was super interesting. Yeah, she's I'm kind trying of to like distinguish a, between... Like... Brat. Like I've never thought of Arya Stark as being an entitled brat because she was always the the runt of the litter and she always had Sansa there to be out prisser, but she started seeming like a highborn lady that wanted her shit and she want thought she'd paid That's her true. dues and That's true. She wanted that was, so many faces. She wanted all the faces this season. I thought and, and you know, I think I think her and the Jack and Hagar guy has good chemistry and they played well off each other. I I I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I've not seen Sensate enough to know anything about this Nomi character, but to me, it's hard to believe that uh, she could beat Arya. 
Uh, yeah. I'll leave it to you. I'm trying to think, like, we're... I don't know. Arya's good. Maisie Williams is good as Arya. But, like, how much of that is plot and how much of that is her just knocking it out of the park? It's hard to tell sometimes. Because I feel like this... I think Maisie Williams is awesome, first of all. So... I yeah I don't think I mean I think Arya is also an excellent character but I think she's she does a lot with what she's given. Um, let's. God, I almost want to punt that. I don't know. She Nomi has a lot. Like so, the issues that Nomi is dealing with are really interesting and unique for the most part in television and powerful, and I. Don't see that same stuff in the character of Arya Stark, but like, how good is the performance? Okay, so is Maisie Williams? Let's leave that. Is Maisie Williams better than Lena Headey? I don't think so. Really, Lena Headey this, this year, year especially okay. just killed it. All right, is Lena is Queen Cersei uh, better than Catherine Keener, the old Jewish lady from Show Me? <laughs> Well, you get credit in that for being she has a memorable character. 65. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no. The, She's the a little makeup bit Carrie Washington might. from... No, I did get a little bit Carrie... Like, uh, I've expected her to be in a, a... She's a Soviet destabilizer. She's trying to bring down the American institutions. Carrie Russell? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. This, this woman's... Okay. I mean, this old Jewish lady just doesn't. She's racist. Like, I do. I yeah. She plays I, a good racist, I guess. I think Lena Headey did is. Yeah, I think her, her I, character. I'd, I'd put her above. Okay. Now, when you talk, start talking Maisie Williams versus Catherine Keener, it's a little different, but it might just be because Maisie Williams is so young, and I'm not giving. her Is Queen credit. Cersei better than Betsy from Fargo? Oh yeah, come on. Oh yeah, is she better than oh, Floyd? Yeah. Better than Peggy. No. Okay. No. Pe- so she- Pe- like, Kirsten Dunst just fucking destroyed that role. Okay. So I'm going to slot her right between uh, okay. Peggy and S- S- uh, Floyd at 13. Um, Feels about right, although I'm not certain on Gene Smart. I'm we'll sorry, come Gene back. Smart. We're, we'll, we'll make right. several passes like we did before. Uh, yeah. Is Peggy better than Robin Wright's Ice Queen, Mrs. Frank Underwood? I think so. Claire Underwood. I would say she's definitely better than Rachel McAdams. I think Rachel needs to be down a notch, but we're not there yet. Okay, so is Robin Wright better than Rachel McAdams? Uh, yeah. Wow, she did have a decent amount of stuff to do. A lot of stuff I did, did she did I didn't believe like that whole the first lady spending a day in the cell of a <laughs> oh, gay heard. rights activist in Russia uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Some of that Russian stuff's preposterous, but that's man, season three of House of Cards, pretty weak. Uh. Yeah, but I also felt it's kind of where that character comes into her own, too. So, like, <laughs> the material finally settled to her level. What does that, does that even no, mean? No, no, no. The other way around. Like, okay. she was better than the season was, you know? Like, yes. Of, this, of the third yeah. season, she was probably the best. Thing I wish in we, it. man, I wish we'd been doing this for years. It'd be so much fun to go back and look at how people's stock rise and fall. Uh, yeah. So, Rachel McAdams, she's not better than Robin Wright. Is Peggy better than Rachel McAdams? Is Kirsten Dunst better than mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams? Mm-hmm. Is Kirsten Dunst better than Robin Wright? Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Is Kirsten Dunst better <laughs> than... I mean, you don't 
fervently disagree, apparently. Cause no, I'm just, I, at this point, I'm just a set. Like, when you don't him and haw on something, it's uh, like, it kind of like, oh. we're in him and hawing range. And when, you know, I'm, I'm playing little games with myself to keep this interesting. Okay. What was Jim going to say? Is she better than Carrie Russell? I forget who we're even talking about. It's Kristen that, Dunst that as starts, Peggy. That starts to get harder to judge. Now I'm him and hawing. I think she's better because I like the role better and I like the series better. Sure. I understand that. I think Carrie Russell is... I ne- I don't understand why people think Carrie Russell is so awesome in The Americans. I really don't. Really? I think a lot of it is just because she kicks a lot of ass and she's just hard-boiled, cold character and people haven't seen it before. But I, I don't... Man, like, I can... So much praise for this character and this actress on this show. And I... I just like I can't apologize for being in the tank for leftovers, I can't apologize for viscerally disliking the sure. Americans. Yeah, I get you. Uh, I think she had a better season this season with a lot more interesting Than content. No, 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 no. Than previous seasons of the Americans. Okay. I think she there was a lot of interesting stuff that they did with her and Philip, and with her and her daughter. Like real, real good performance from Carrie Russell this year. All right. Who so the fuck is Samira, Samira Wiley? Wiley? That is uh, Pusey. Oh. I can't even From judge this. I have Orange no idea. Black. No idea. This is on you. This whole list. This whole list is on you. Uh, when no, people well, have disagreements. Okay. Let, me, let me play it with myself then. Is she better than Peggy? No. Better than Carrie Russell? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Carrie Russell seems way too high for me because like, right. I'd easily put her above that, but I don't know about Robin Wright. Yeah, huh. I'd probably put her right there. Okay. Uh, Kieran and Shipka. Is Kirsten Dunst better than Kieran and Shipka? Kieran's really good. She's like, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like I want to age adjust her. Like, you know, what is this woman going to be capable of when she's 25? If when, when she has some 35. real life experience to draw or maybe from. she's like, fuck this. I'm going to college and becoming a yeah. neuroscientist Claire Danes. or something. She's going to Claire Danes it. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Natalie Portman. It. Natalie Portman. It. Yep. I'm, I'm talking about like, what if she just like, I don't, I have no interest in acting anymore. Oh, she's going to Winnie Cooper it. She's going to. Yeah. Uh, who is a scientist now. Fucking. What is her name? Well, see, Pretty sure is Winnie Cooper. You're out of the limelight since the 80s. That's what happens. That's what happens, Winnie Cooper. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Go I, be a scientist. Could be. Could be. <laughs> um, but she was really good. She was great. Yeah, I mean... Like, she I just, had like, a lot of powerful the, stuff with her dad this year. Yeah. And her mom, frankly. Like, both of those relationships got real complicated... Have kind of always been. And there's like some really, yeah, like this thing. Like I remember getting on the bus when she was berating her father for oozing Hitting all over on, the yeah. place. And he's yeah. like, well, guess what? You're a good looking girl. Good luck being more than that in the world. Because the world's going to you know, keep trying to put you in that box. Yeah, it's. What like, else did like, she Like look in the she mirror. Have? She had a. Huh? I'm trying to think of the other stuff that she had to do. She had. Some she had to keep it together mother. for her brother when she found out, uh, you know, the she had Betsy to deal had with cancer. fucking Bobby coming or not Bobby. Uh, yeah, what's, what's the creeper coming back? Yeah, that that stuff Creepy is all Glenn. pretty good. Glenn, yeah. She had to deal with him coming. That was back. the same episode because her mom oozed all over Glenn, and then her dad. I don't think it's fair to say he oozed. No, he was getting oozed on, if anything. He's getting oozed on, and he was what, being polite he about... Yeah, he could have been like... I'm a good-looking man, and these like, girls are yeah. interested. What am I... Yeah. 
do I shut that shit down with a rude comment? Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. You make a noise at me, go fuck yourself, little girl. He turned to his daughter Stop and that. like, I wasn't aware your friends were whores, <laughs> Sally. <laughs> right? Yeah, oozing is not... He was trying to politely disarm the ooze, and yeah. he's charming Don Draper. What's he going to do? He's got the curse of charisma and good looks. Sure. And that's, I think that's what, <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> the opener that eyes, curse. the fact that this is, well, it's not a curse. It's like one of the best advantages you can have in life, but, you know, then sure. you got uh, you know, you got to be more than that. There's baggage that comes with it, sure. certainly. Uh, anyway, Kieran and Chip got, I, I don't know, how do you feel about her versus... Peggy. And Dowd? I, I think it's real close on Peggy. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. <sighs> damn. Damn, man. Damn. This is a high praise. This feels out of whack. I don't know, but she ain't going higher than Ann Dowd, that's for sure. No, fuck no. Come on. Uh, or Regina King. And f- no no how, no way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I, I don't know. Poor Uzo, Kirsten Dunst was Poor Uzo good. Aduba. She's really, She's really getting, good. She's, She's better than Samara Wiley, but... Punter. Kick her down to the bottom. <laughs> uh, that's... She ain't dropping any further than that, from what I can Put tell. Put her on the bench. She is a Susan, her, so. quote unquote, crazy eyes hmm. uh, from Orange is the New Black. Arguably one of the better yeah. things about the show. No, I recognize her name, but I've never seen it. So, um, Yeah, well, this is weird. So we got two women on the top ten that you've never seen her performance of. And I got one woman in the top Ooh. ten that I dislike, oh, necessarily. Sam- Samira Wiley? Hmm. Hmm. We got some more work to do in this top ten here list. All right, let me yeah, ask. Yeah, so let's start is... from the top. Uh, is Carrie Coons better than Elizabeth Moss? Carrie Coons Carrie wins, Coons. as far as I'm concerned. Does she? <laughs> Either her or Regina King. If like five it's episodes in, I bias, but five episodes in, I would have agreed with you. But she didn't have a lot to do the second half of the season. Sure, the last three episodes she was hardly in. The last two episodes, where it wasn't. No, I mean, no, there was a Tommy episode in there. International, yeah, yeah, it's last three. She didn't have a lot to do, but she's awesome. But the other seven, and she absolutely crushed one episode. Her and Regina King. But that's that scene. Is Regina King? Did Regina King have the better overall? Nah, no, I can't. No, it's a good question. So throw Regina King higher. Like I I don't know. I (laughs) I think so. Christina Hendricks is Regina King. Okay, Elizabeth Moss are both Madman. Regina King. Regina King's better than Christina Hendricks. I mean, she had some I, lot I of good, so, yeah, lot yeah. of good material at JFK. Loved I think this it all. top three gets a little scary. Glad, a little, yeah. Glad Christina, you know, glad glad Joan seems like she's going to be fine. Um, but is she better than Christine than Kieran at Shipka? Is she better than Ann Dowd? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Good. I'm glad we agree. This is just a leftovers murder. Although I, I gotta here. say, like just watching Joan Christ. get chewed up and ground by the like. He, it's not that Sterling Koo wasn't sexist. It's just that McCann Erickson was on a whole other level. Sure. Yeah. But the other thing also is the way she, you know. Watching her and Peggy that, fight. Yeah. Flips that into something that she can use against, like, against her desires. Like, she really doesn't want to, and she's offended by the very idea of it. Then she does it, and then she, like, has this relationship with Peggy. She tries California to Peggy, dude. and that was, like, really fan service but the fact that Peggy didn't accept it felt true to her character. Yeah, and no. the stuff she dealt with was like, do I want to be a businesswoman or do I want to be in this relationship that is kind of typical of the time? Well, yeah. Zoot Suit is it's not as real, attractive. Like, there's a lot of nuance and interesting. It's a stuff real, there. real underdog story too. And she pulled it off, like yep. without without hesitating. I say she pulled it off. Okay, so is she better than Karen and Shipka? 
Like I have a, so here's the deal. I have a hard time putting Christina Hendricks above Peggy. Hmm. Like if I was here's how my seat of the pants looks. I take Christina Hendricks from five, drop her down, and put her right above Carrie Russell because fuck the Americans. And I'm not saying this to be I'm not I'm not saying this to be offensive. I just want you people to be aware of my biases. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I say fuck you for saying fuck the Americans, but you're you're it's a free country, Jim. Yep. Uh so there you go. I wish I wish I wish I wasn't that way. You know? Well I am what God made me. I am a hater of the Americans. Uh, uh all right, so Kirsten Dunst and Kieran Shipka. You realize this might knock Kiernan out of the top five, right? I'm fine. And then it wouldn't be entirely leftovers Mad Men. <laughs> I think Kirsten Dunst is better than Kiernan Shivka. Slightly. I think she has more to do. It's a bigger part. Yeah, and she, okay. Like, I haven't seen other stuff that Kiernan Shipka's done, but I've seen Kirsten Dunst do other stuff, and it's had, nothing like this. Is she in a movie? Probably, but like I said, I haven't seen it. Uh, but Kirsten Dunst, I've seen a lot of, and she is able to play a lot of different stuff. And I wasn't sure about this going in. Holy shit, she's still to this. She just she she was fifteen, maybe even fourteen when they're filming that final season. She's only sixteen now. Hmm. Um, wow, I'm looking up her IMDb to see what she's got. So show us what you got. Uh, film, she gets this fangirl when Marnie was there. Uh, that looks like a animation. She dubbed the voice. One and two edge. I haven't heard any of this shit. Very good girl. Uh, might have to check one of these out. Uh, she's into Br- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. Nobody cares about those shows. <laughs> Nobody's seen them. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. A lot, a lot of people have seen <laughs> sure, it. Sure. Yeah. None of us have seen them. Uh okay whatever um, he's fine with that uh Christina hit okay so I I don't know man I I uh, hmm are we happy with Elizabeth Moss being in the number two spot between Carrie Coon and Regina King I almost feel like no Regina I'm not needs happy to go with the top above. three yeah I almost feel like Regina needs to go above Elizabeth Moss I still think we need to consider Regina King and Carrie Coon uh I weighed against I, each other. J- I, like honestly, I feel like they're clearly number one and two in my book. But yes, but you I, I, have a soft spot for Elizabeth Moss, I guess. No, no, God, no! I'm not arguing with you. Elizabeth oh, Moss okay. needs to go down to three. I well, think. then, yeah, bumper. You know, our Get raging homerism for uh, leftovers continues. Right? What um, are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I I don't. It's know. the best fucking thing I've seen in ages. I don't know. Certainly since season four of Breaking Bad. Um. Anyway, Carrie Coon, Regina King, Elizabeth. What Moss, do you think? And I feel, uh, yeah, I, I think Although, Regina King was excellent, but Carrie Coon had slightly more. Carrie Coon had slightly more to do, and was a more sympathetic character. Well, that's I even hard to say that. Yeah, the stuff you learn about Regina King's relationship with Kevin Carroll with John is makes just, her pretty I mean, sympathetic. So. <laughs> Let's the episode that they were in together, which I can't think of the name of that episode, but you know the one, the one, the, the dueling face-offs. Yep. Who won that episode? Who was better in it? To me, it's like Regina a, King, slightly. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Well, then you got to give Regina King the number one spot, I feel like, because that's... But she's not... She doesn't have as big of a role in the show, right? Like... I'm see. I don't agree. I I I feel like that that episode was a split decision. In in which case, you got to give it to Carrie because she had more to do. Although I got to say, also uh, Regina had a lot of heat that she brought in that final episode, and she ran out yep. there and got in her daughter's face and tried to sign to her. That shit really hit me right in the tender feels, man. I. And, like, the other way is, like, I kept on thinking, like, man, they really just shoehorn her athleticism in. Kind of like the way they did with Kevin in the first season, where he's like, oh, he just runs around in sweats and, you know, flopping his dick around. And she's just, I'm just running around and checking on dead birds and stuff. But I felt like, I don't know. Like, she used her Flojo-ism to run down a kid that's just dropping off pies, and she used her Flojo on the bridge, and that, like... That athleticism was actually put to good use. All right. You're talking like just juking the police, the rangers to get on the no, bridge? No, the way she's like, she ran. She fucking covered ground in a very dynamic way that right. that was part of the performance. I feel like that's part of Kevin's deal, too. Is she like, didn't show her dick. Well, like Christopher Eccleston, she I mean. flopped her acting <laughs> chops out there. She did, yeah. Um, but no, I, I felt like that's a little bit with Kevin in season one too. They they're building up to be to pull off his her heroic turn at the end there. Carrie Coon, what else did she have? She had that stellar episode that you think was a toss up, and I c- could agree with. Um, she had a lot of interesting stuff with she Mary. Paid Three million dollars and- for a house. She house, yeah. had like good stuff with Mary. She had good stuff with Jill. Uh, Jill. Uh, Great stuff with Kevin. I, I liked her her incredulity at dealing with the guys from MIT, and then turned to just like terror when they said that it could happen again. I liked her dealing with the demon researcher, like that performance where she kind of laugh cried at the end of that. Like that's those are some tough things to pull off. Okay, I think I'm happy with that. Okay. Are you? Yeah, no, I've always been happy with that. Is that a top five? Um, oh, I don't know about top that five. That feels like a top five. Is Ann Dowd better than Elizabeth Moss? <laughs> so Ann Dowd is a, somewhat I, of a bit part. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, she has one episode where a lot of her, but other than that, it's like she shows Did up Did Elizabeth Moss do anything in the final season of Mad Men that was as good as no, the, the well scene? Certainly not. So, no. like, how, why are we, I mean, are we... Re- Number one, are we really going to have a top three to consist of nothing but the leftovers? Number two, how can we not? And this just isn't fair to Mad Men, man, because, like, this was all Don down the stretch. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the... And I was incredibly happy, like, Peggy sauntering down the hallway with her fisherman's wife and her cigarette and her and, and winning... Stuff in the mountain man, I mean, there's a lot of like good that stuff. was all great, and it made me really happy as a fan of Mad Men. But it wasn't International Assassin. I'm sorry. Like I don't even know the episode where John Hamm got on one knee and kissed her hand. Like that's some of the finest stuff I've ever seen her do. Um, but I don't know that it beats International Assassin. But it, you don't judge it. Just I mean, what else did Ann Dowd do this season? She played she a gadfly was, character. Yeah, but the dim- how hard is that? Kevin's the one who's acting there, right? She's just like, oh, you, you, I saw him leave, Kevin. 
like that's not the hard part. Kevin's the one portraying all the emotion and and pathos. I don't know. Like, is it hard to portray a character as like totally in control until you're not, and then she kind of turns desperate for him not to kill himself and and uh, yeah, there's a good moment there. I didn't again like. The stuff at the bottom of the well, and when she's the presidential candidate, and I, I, even the International Assassin is not as much her as it was Justin Thoreau. But no, again, I mean she she's epic did, in the well, like when she's actually in the well and explaining the Jeopardy yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. and like she I just, get it. Yeah, I mean I, the, I guess the biggest reason I'm reluctant is because one, two, three leftovers. But I just don't know that Elizabeth Moss did anything. Better. No, she did. I thought she had some great stuff just like it was more even like mm. she had consistently more to do and well that and final higher, phone call she like, had with don everything she's that she to... did with with her character was yeah. slightly better than Anne dowd except for the scene in the well and, and the the whole international assassin i mean her is a political yeah uh, but i i think you're right i think Anne dowd by virtue of a couple of just really insanely good scenes. Okay. So are we putting Anne Dad above Elizabeth Moss? I'm fine. I mean, with it's doing academic that. at this point because neither of them are going to win it. Uh, oh, spoiler. Well, is she going to number one? Because <laughs> if not, neither of them are going to win it. <laughs> like, uh, she could. She could, man. I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, I f- think anything she did in International Assassin was easily matched by Carrie Coon and Regina King in that okay that showdown episode how yeah how are we going to do this podcast are we going to read these in random order and then be like and the winner is uh it sounds like there's yeah, a bit of not? a bit of a potential scrap for the number one spot though so and sure. Ma- and dad better than Elizabeth Moss yeah why not but that's all I care to talk about on this frankly I think we've got our top five you don't want to go through and 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 fine tune the, the no, results. Who cares? Well, we're we're gonna talk about the top ten, aren't we? I thought. I mean, we're gonna get top. No, I mean, I was only gonna do. I just don't know why we spent so much because... damn time on the top ten, and I thought I thought we were doing something to top ten. I don't know why we spent so much time with the dudes then. Well, we spent a lot of time around that four, five, six stuff because, like, yeah, everybody sure, eventually got like sure. kind of knocked down or up. Or... All right, well, let's do due diligence at least. Okay. Uh, are you sure Kieran is Shipka's not better than Peggy or Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. Better than Kristen Dust. Yeah. 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 Christina Hendricks, you're I'm not totally certain about six and seven, but none of them are higher. Um nah. you're not gonna say anything about Uzo or Samira. Robin Wright. I mean I'd put him above the Orange is New Black, but I haven't seen Orange but, but is New Black. But you're we're talking so like, top five. Yeah, t- not Rachel top McAdams, five. No, no. Lena Hetty. Okay, we had not considered these people down here. For That's what I'm saying. Yeah, some of this. Uh, fuck, she's good this season, man. She's better than Peggy on Fargo is what you have to decide. I mean, she had her own kind of like scene in the well, like her. But that's and Marjorie so weird because and... yeah, yeah. But that's so weird that, she, that I I can't get over the digital compositing of. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about when she's in prison. Oh. Like, she's thrown in prison, and Marjorie comes in and is taunting her. Or would, not, no, not Marjorie. Mar- the, it's the, yeah, she yeah. does that to Marjorie. Yeah. And then, like, it gets reversed on sure. her, and she has this 
crazy nun lady come in and do that stuff. That, that was all really amazing stuff. And the duel between her and Natalie Dormer for the soul of her son, I guess, mm-hmm. was was really interesting. I don't know. Here's and the thing. The, like The political duel. I between... wish Lena Headey had not been... She was pregnant, right? That was the deal? I don't know. Uh, I wish that she had been able to give the performance in the the walk of shame part because I think that might have. But I have a hard time giving her full credit when another actress is doing the physicality to performance and they're, you know, taking the best single takes and yeah. digitally compile. You know, it's like. No, I get it. Uh, I just don't think that's the only thing that shined this season. For no, her. I agree. I think the but whole season that... across the board was great for her. That might have really put it over the top, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and so... I mean, then... she definitely deserves to be up. I mean... Okay. It's not maybe top five, I, but... Where do you think she you wouldn't do? rise to? I think she's better than Rachel McAdams, Robin I mean, Ray. I think she's better than Carrie Russell. Who Christine Hendricks? I put higher. Um, Probably. Kierna Shipka? I think she might just be edging at five here. Like really? Wow. Real close. Well, I, I don't know. She, I can't think of an argument against for it. such a despicable character. I'm amazed by her performance. Okay. Every time. Uh, Rachel McAdams. You want to elevate her any? I don't know because I don't really like her character all that much. And okay, Jean. Smart. That's bias. I mean, she did fine work, but Floyd or Betsy from. Fargo. Uh, I liked a lot of Floyd stuff. I think Floyd was clearly better than Betsy. Um, but I thought Floyd Rachel fell off at the end. And also, like I, I, that's the other problem. If I'm if I'm unpacking all my thoughts on Fargo, is I thought that a lot of the characters' initial interest was put to the side in the show's interest to move it to the plot that they wanted to happen. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like. What? Was Floyd a good leader of her family? Would ah. she have won if Dot? Like I, none of those questions end up becoming. Yeah, I mean, other events that were out irrelevant. of her control yeah. were just kind of interceding. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of go with the comedy, you know, theater of the absurd, I guess. But I yeah, I guess all she got really was a couple of scenes, like where she exerted authority in a convincing way, and where she kind of played the cops. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she even played the cops because. That that's another thing. Like that meant nothing in the final analysis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but still, her performance in that scene was good. I thought. Sure. Uh, but yeah, probably not much higher. Uh, if she even be, I think Rachel McAdams was probably better. Wow. Uh, how about Catherine Keener? Yeah, Kept on... she was good. She was good. Yeah, I mean, old. Uh... Old Oscar Isaac kept on scrapping up on the on the strings to show me a hero, but don't feel like this. She's going to get the same gas. Uh, I mean, she gets. I I think she gets more gas than Betsy. Um, okay. Huh. Yeah, I thought Betsy. Yeah, of course that's not her fault, but it's not Betsy's, the character. Betsy, but... they fucked up Betsy's character in the last three or four episodes, in my opinion. Uh, Maisie Williams. So we're yeah we're not going to move her if she's not top ten. No. Uh, I I don't know. What do you think about Maisie? I I'm a bad judge of kid actors. I just never take him seriously. She's rapidly becoming an adult. In fact, she might be eighteen now. Yeah, but you know, I, 
I don't know. I can still consider her real, real young. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of like Arya when they started this thing. It's like, sure, she's different. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what to do with Maisie Williams. Yeah, she is 18 now. All right. That's going to be weird. Um, how they can, t- like her and Isaac, uh, I don't Brian, know what they're going to yeah. do. <laughs> it's a kind of a fiasco. And she's, I think, better at playing younger than he is. But uh-huh. all right, uh, Nomi, do you want to make a defense for Nomi? Because I, these other characters are more like I, Rosario Dawson, Deborah Ann Wool, Christian Ritter as Daredevil. They're all, you know, they're comic book characters, which is fine for what it is. But it's yeah. that's definitely like you know the Bill Simmons kind of classification that you're not going to be able to bust out of. Sure, no, I'm with you there. Um, I mean, the girl playing Nomi is really fantastic. And she's given some real good material. How high would she rise if I just let you run wild with it? Better than Arya? Uh, scroll up a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, fuck. Got these orange and new black people cramping my style here. Well, would list. you put them over it? Because I'll, I'll let you do it. I'll let you. I don't care. Because it's, you know. Yeah, frankly, I might slot her in under Carrie Russell. Slightly above Robin Wright. But that's if you're letting me run wild. I haven't Fine. seen Orange is New Black. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not talking about these people. Okay. So, so anything else you see? Simone. No. Does Simone need to go up now? Joelle Carter. Uh, I mean, is she going to be top five? No. I mean, she's going to get. She's going to. She's not better than Christina Hendricks. That's where the buck stops. Yeah, she's not going to make. Top that's what five. I say. The Christina Hendricks is the line. Like, if okay. you're not even going to say her, she's better. Then I don't even consider it. Fine. Then we're done. Okay. Done, done. Let's move on to the next category. Best boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah, this is not even a real category. This is just us talking about stuff. Is that... it boomerang? Is it an ER? It's boomerang. Me. Boomerang. Yeah, it is. It's boomer. It's boomer, yep. Oh, well, I like boomer. Fucking... The right. bald move category is boomerang. The boomerang. Boomerang. Bang top of the lake, Breaking Bad Season 3, Community, and Harmontown. So top of the lake. So I've seen Harmontown and Breaking Bad Season 3. Elizabeth Moss was shockingly good in Top of the Lake. With, okay. uh, you know, of course, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a New Zealander, but she killed – I mean, she had this thick accent she had to work through. She had this complex character – uh, that she's playing with this complex history of this really weird, strange little town. Um, I to me, top of the lake. If 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 you were disappointed by season two of True Detective, you should go. And you haven't seen Top of the Lake, you should go watch Top of the Lake because it scratched a lot of the same itches. Okay. Of, of you know weird characters, weird situations, old secrets, un you know that with, with they're bound up in the characters, and I I thought it was pretty great. All right, Pretty well, good show. We only have four of these, so I feel like we can briefly talk about them, and then we'll decide. Community we'll just pick a winner is an interesting show that after the first season, I was thinking, "Wow, this might actually you know rival like Parks and Rec for one of the best you know my my fondest comedies." Now I'm through season two, and it seems like there's definite patterns they get into. For sure. And I'm, I'm also likes seeing, to lean on its I'm also culture. seeing like the Dan Harmon engine at work. Like he's got a particular set of inputs and outputs and 
Uh, very rarely am I surprised by the show at this point. So I, I think it's out of the running for like my heart, you know, my, my, uh, parks and rec affection, but it's still a really solid show that you, that the, the engine is kind of runs itself, but there's still like some of the gonzo stuff they do, the paintball episodes, the D and D episodes, the claymation yeah. Christmas episode might be my new favorite Christmas episode to watch of just anything during the Christmas season. And I accidentally watched it during Christmas. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Really good. It is. I I kind of like the format. I kind of like how they they, they do by the way, on the, it. The best boomerang is stuff that old stuff that we watched for the first time in 2015. Yeah. So this is the Netflix slash Amazon on um, you know Prime Video category. I. You know what? We need to put. Uh, I've got another entry for this. We need to put Deep Space Nine on there. I watched oh, the entirety of oh, Deep Space Nine shit. this oh, year. Oh shit. So Space Nine going on the list. I don't know if that fucks up the rankings at all, but we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, so Community is interesting. It does. It is formulaic a lot of the time, though. Right. Like, I can see, okay, they're going to reference this pop culture thing, and they're going to take that to the extreme, right. and they're going to make it ridiculous. Like, they, they lean heavily on pop culture references. Here's the weird thing, though, is, like, I can't talk about Community without talking about Harmontown. Because sure. I think now I know more about Dan Harmon as a creator and a producer than I've ever known about any other of my favorite creators and producers ever. You've watched, like, what, 50 hours of Dan Harmon, including podcasts? Like, Yes. And okay. he's got this radical honesty, which I, I believe. Like, I think when he's sharing these stories about himself, I think they're real stories. He's not gilding the lily makes – and it's this profound – portrait of this really damaged person yeah that has these kind of gifts um if you want a snapshot check out harmontown yeah i mean that's a that's an affecting documentary for me it will leave you with a false positive like oh dan's figured thing nope nope flash forward that's the thing like i left harmontown thinking ah he's really figured it out he's going to turn it around he's going to have a great deck he's found love and he's going to get clean and so you know, then record scratch, right? The 2015. Nope, nope. He's still. still yeah, I never. Flawed human I being. didn't come out of Harmontown with that. You didn't think that. that? Con- I came out of Harmontown thinking this is a guy who's self-destructive in ways that are going to ruin him. Like, if he weren't such a brilliant comedic mind, he would be living on the streets with nothing. I wonder if he will ever figure it out and have a second chapter. I mean, I I, I, I root for him because he's a talented guy. He just is a miserable human being in a lot of different ways. (laughs) But what's so weird about after watching, you know, listen to 70 some uh, episodes of Harmontown and, you know, the Harmontown documentary and then watching community is realizing that every character on community is a fragment of Dan Harmon. Yeah. Yeah. Like every one of them is it. It's so weird. That makes sense, right? How is, how is your work not a product of who you are? Yeah. As a human being. And when you're the head writer, and I think even like the Joel character, um, uh, what's his name? Shit. The character name. Yeah. The character name of Joel Harris. Is that Joel Harris? No, it's Joel, uh, McHale. McHale. But I don't know the character's name. Yeah, I don't. I've watched forty episodes at this point. I, I, Noah, uh, Nick, is it an in? Start with an in. Anyway, like that is the most foreign, I think, to his experience. But I feel like that's what Dan Harmon would think he would do if he was a ridiculously good-looking, popular person. Yeah, you know, like that's how he would approach that insecure. What the insecurities being like that are. 
the baggage that comes with that. Sure. Yeah, but no, I, I, it's it's really intriguing to see, and I, I guess I've never seen. And I, I wonder, like, if I knew more about, you know, Matthew Weiner or Vince Gilligan, if I would see that, like, all of those characters are fragments of their personality yeah. or not. But it's it's all laid bare with Community and Dan Harmon and Harmontown. And and uh, sure. I you know like would I recommend immersing yourself into this universe? I don't know. It's been a unique experience. Okay, I'll put it that way. I mean, immerse yourself. Just maybe not take life lessons from this dude. No, I think you can. Is some also. some sure? Just so that was the weird thing about it. Like I came away from Harmontown thinking this guy's self destructive. He's not going to get his shit together. He realizes it though in some strange way, and he does have some insightful things. He's a very wise person on to it. point you down different, but like if you set your life up to model him, you'd be yeah. in for a bad time. He's do as I say, not as I do, sort of guy. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. So very much so. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, th- that documentary is really great, and Community is also really good. All but right. is it better than Breaking Bad season three, Top of the Lake, or Deep Are we going to? Are we actually going to? I wasn't thinking we we're going to order these. I think these are. Just, I mean, we have to pick a winner eventually. Do we? I, I huh. think so. Man, because like, Top of the Lake, I think is the best thing on this list. Mm-hmm. But you haven't seen it, and also, but Community in Harmontown has had a bigger impact on my life. Like it's mm. it's kind of been a, you know, I, I've. Uh, Dan Harmon's made up the most of what I've consumed for entertainment in these last two months. Okay. And how do you weigh it against the entirety of Deep Yeah, Space like, it's, Nine? it's destroyed my podcast listening habits. Yeah. Like, everything else has been pushed. All every, all it's time. all Dan all the time. Because, like, do I want to listen to Adam Savage? Or do I want to listen to Dan Harmon rap, freestyle rap? I'm going to Dan Harmon. <laughs> all right. I do want to listen to Adam Savage, but is he going to freestyle rap? He's going to recommend you books that aren't that great. I can tell you that. What, really? I just finished Seven Eves by Neil Stevenson. Well, see, I was not super impressed by that. It had some interesting ideas. It's piss poor writing, I think. Yeah. Real bad writing. Or maybe it was that I've listened to the audiobook and they didn't, like, break up the flow of it properly, but... Uh. No, I feel like that there's a lot of that niche writing that, um, you know, yeah, I, I have to like also the William Gibson of the world, um, sure. with the, you know, Neuro Answers and whoever uh-huh. wrote Snow Crash, like all that kind that of was genre. Neil Stevenson is Snow Crash. Okay. Yeah. Same, same deal. Uh, Neil Gaiman. Sure. Uh, or Gaiman. I don't know how you pronounce it. Like all that, like, I, I it's not for me, <laughs> which is weird because I'm total, like, I feel like I should like cyberpunk. Etc. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, this is this is sci-fi. Like, I imagine sure. like George Martin. It'd be it'd be like if you tried to read George Martin, you'd be like, "This is shit." What is this grease dripping from beards and mirror swamps and what the the hell is going on? Yeah, like that's so how I. I, I don't know if we'll be taking that. too many more recommendations on books from Adam Savage. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. If you want to teach me how to make something, I'm there though. Okay, uh, shall we move on to worst character? Although he nailed the Martian. Gotta say, love sure. the Martian. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay. Because we have a list of five there. So Here's the nominees. Chris. Oh, he's terrible. From Fear the Walking Dead. He's the teenage son. I feel like he's... The other teenage son. You know, he's a teenage kid who's put in a hard place. No, he's a teenage kid. Is he a YouTube... horrible character? Like, I hated watching him, but is he really that bad of a character? 
Is any teenager with a YouTube channel a terrible character? If so, then Chris is a terrible character. <laughs> the Guild. The Guild. Am I watching The Guild? <laughs> um, <laughs> is it... All of the here's all of the Alexandrians, all of every single one, all of them from The Walking Dead. <laughs> yep. Do we even want to break it down and no. have a terrible? Who's nope. the worst? Ter- no, all things that. Uh, nope. Tyrell Wellick. Who the fuck is that? He's the villain from Mr. Oh, Robot. Oh Jesus! The main villain from Mr. Robot. He single-handedly almost crippled that show for me. So he's pretty terrible. The redhead twins from Jessica Jones. Also, almost no. single-handedly, like I get it; it's structural problems. Yeah. But these, the, this is the the ill-formed, deformed children of those structural problems. These are the these show are had the genetic McCoyles. damage, and this was this is these the inbred. are the coils stuffed into a drama. Yeah, like I, <laughs> it was fucking weird, man. I didn't like anything about them. No, this is the inbred English monarchy. Uh-huh. Like, they're structural problems. They kept on marrying cousins and brothers and sisters, uh, and you ended up with the red-headed twins from Jessica Jones. Yeah. yeah, it's Horrible. I hated them with a passion. And I know a lot of people are saying, Aaron's got problems with red... I don't really have problems with redheads. I love Deborah Ann Wall. I think maybe society has a problem with, Ed, uh, of, of, with redheads, and they're always casting them as fuck-ups. There's that, yeah. So maybe that's the problem, but I'm not feeling a lot what of redheads. What other redheads do you hate? Uh, the, 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 the twins from Better Call Saul were terrible. Oh. They, I don't know. Yeah, put them on the list. Why aren't they on the I, list? I thought they are on the list. Oh, they are, yeah. Okay, the twins from Better down. Call Saul. Sand Snakes were pretty bad. Sand Snakes are shockingly, like, out of place bad in the universe they're in. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing, like, I, everyone said, like, well, the Sand Snakes are actually not that great in the book, which I will agree I I found it. I couldn't believe that they were less well realized and shittier than. That's the thing. They feel like sketches of characters and and bad yeah. ones at that. Like like if if George Martin decided I want to sell toys, I need uh-huh. a line of action girls with removable bow staff or something. Yeah, like, and and that's yeah. how it felt in the book. And then that's exactly how they decide to portray him on the screen. And what the fuck? Yeah, they were bad. Except for they never, never as line as bad as you need the bad pussy. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I line. want Samara Wiley. I want the good bad pussy line. is what I want. <laughs> I don't want this. Uh, Twins from Better Call Saul, real bad. We talked about them briefly. Part of the worst part of the, the mm-hmm. first two episodes, pretty, pretty uh, underwhelming, and, and they were a big part of that. Yeah, I thought they, I thought it was kind of funny when, you know, they got hit by a car and all this stuff, you know. They they pull off their gambit with, with slipping Jimmy, but I yeah it's not that's not acting it's not great characters. Rubber Drogon, <laughs> Rubber Drogon, Rubber Drogon was pretty fucking bad. Pretty I can't believe the show that brought us Hard Home couldn't do anything better than a hard right? chunk of foam rubber for Khaleesi to flying off sl- into the digital sunset to carefully <laughs> and she didn't even like vault onto its back badass. She's like carefully climbing this weirdly constructed thing and trying not to get poked by the spines. Like, that's not a dragon rider. No. Like, I really, I, I really wanted to feel that she made Drogon hers and hopped aboard and took off, and I, it was a too much never-ending story for me, man. Yeah, and the effects were straight much. out of never-ending story, too. Terrible. Like, that, that scene where Drogon flies away with her on his back. It didn't. And it, it, Bullshit. She, that moment is so good. I it know. It didn't completely destroy it. That's a testament to the but, moment. It came close. They tried. They tried real yeah. hard. <laughs> All right. So Rubber Drogon. 
All they need to do is give Drogon the voice of uh, uh, of uh, Sean Connery, <laughs> and it would have completely ruined the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're heavier than you look, Halishi. <laughs> <laughs> Misha. That's why I'm gonna throw my the throw my back like out. Um, all right, rubber Drogon, pretty bad. FBI agent Stan Pillsbury Doughboy Beeman. There's another guy. I feel like this character is shockingly bad and unbelievable, and it ru- it's one of the things that ruins my enjoyment and bums me out about Amer- the Americans. Like, he should be an equal to Philip and Elizabeth, and he just feels like this hapless character who sells out his country for a hot piece of ass. Yeah. And yeah, it's and, hard and mumbles and drones and 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 blank faces his ways through. I just I think he's terrible. Yeah, and I really thought going into that series, he is not a that bad he actor. Going to be a good, yeah, yeah, sure. I've seen him in a lot of good stuff. Noah uh, Noah Emmerich, yeah, is that his name? I think so. Uh, yeah, he's he's good. I mean, even even the stuff he did in Walking Dead, yeah, was good. A I little shouty, a little Shatnery, but well, but what are you, you gonna know. do? It's not a great show. <laughs> <laughs> um but good yeah Truman show i can't argue it's it's he's pretty bad uh the english smugglers uh, this was from uh the the, the brink remember oh, the, the, the couple yeah. that were engaging in the Out weird in amateur porn Iraq? with Z-Pack. Sure. or afghanistan where were they actually I, in one of those countries sure pakistan maybe wasn't it all going down in pakistan uh, well a lot of stuff went down in pakistan yeah yeah i mean all the stuff with the the leader and his brother mm-hmm uh, that shit all went that down to Pakistan. Yeah, uh, but no, they but were they, terrible. They were rotten, and they were the word like that. There's a two episode stretch that brought the whole season it, down. It wasn't the out. acting. No, the acting was fine. It just the characters they're, they're were terrible. Characters fundamentally rotten. Ugh. And then the character of Alex from American Horror Story uh, is just been super terrible. Super terrible. Uh, I can't even think like. Um, it's like this this character just to paint a portrait she has this big long monologue about how she never really loved her husband she's only loved her son and like she smells her son and her son smells like lilacs and then she gets turned into she's a doctor it's creepy and she gets turned into a vampire and the first thing she uses her vampiric powers for is to save a boy from dying because his mom refused to vaccinate him and now he's got smallpox or some bullshit so there's a little anti-vaxxers uh, smacking around in there, which I'm on board with. Uh, but then she just, as soon as he miraculously recovers, she just streets him. And he didn't. Tur- he turns like a sizable chunk of the ch- children of L.A. into a pack of vampire children. The Lost Boys? It's just, <laughs> she, I don't understand what they're trying to do with the character. She's terrible. She's terribly written. Chloe Savini seems like she doesn't give a shit about the performance. It's just. It's it's pretty bad. Hmm. So now here's the contenders. Shall we shall we spoil this thing and and decide the winner now? Because it, it, let's let's yeah let's do that. All right. Uh, do you have a clear winner in your head right now? I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, th- yeah. Yeah. I thought you were just going to announce. So I'm gonna here's put, a winner. I'm gonna Alex at the bottom because you don't know how uh, terrible she is. Sure. Um, English English smugglers, smugglers can go up. They can go up. Could they? I think so. Are they yeah. worse than Agent Stan Beeman? To me, they're not as the the, the thing that's going to limit to them is they're not a fatal flaw because that show was kind of a mess. Whereas Agent Beeman, 
is kind of the worst thing on a good show. Where do you put the sand snakes then? At the top. They're pretty high. They're pretty high. All right. Um, Okay, so So is Stan Beeman worse than Rubber Drogan? (laughs) I mean, Rubber Drogan's kind of a joke, right? Like, (laughs) Not really. I mean, (laughs) he is one of the worst (laughs) characters. You're right. Yeah, I guess Rubber Drogon's kind of a joke. Okay. But so is Stan Beeman. (laughs) Let's move Stan higher. All right, so he's worse than Rubber Drogon. Is he worse than the twins from Better Call Saul? I yeah. got it. To me, yeah. what? Yeah. What? I don't, I don't know. I mean... He's not worse than the Sand Snakes. Maybe I'm having too much fun with this category. Not taking it <laughs> That's seriously fine. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think we should take it seriously. But to me... Doughboy Beeman is just... He's funny. He's pretty bad. He's All right, is so he Sand, Sand Snakes bad? No, come on, no. All right, are the Sand Snakes worse than the Redhead Twins from Jessica Jones? No, I viscerally dislike those twins. But are the twins, are the twins the disease or the symptom? Because to me, they're the symptom of a bloated arc that you don't have enough plot for. So you have okay, to do something stupid, like mm-hmm. introduce these characters whose sole plot is to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the characters are hated. But they're, and the other thing is, I don't have a particular hatred for the 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 male twin. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. That the female redhead inbred lunatic. But I, what she does, oh, the God writers are forcing her. Like the writers are Kilgrave in this case, and they've hijacked her brain and made her do something fucking ridiculous to extend the show. Sure, but that's the character. I get it. Like that's a bad character. That's a pretty. It's bad almost character. the definition of a bad character. That's a pretty bad character. Like at least the so what is the purpose of the Sand Snakes? Like are they in there just to shoehorn? Well, that's the thing. Sand like I we're out or... of book plot, so I got no answers of why they're there and the big holistic purpose okay. of. I mean, clearly they're I there mean, to add some interest and intrigue to Dorn. Yeah, and there is a little bit of stuff that they haven't hasn't occurred or been confirmed in the series yet. But well, they're they're a, a faction. You know, they're the enforcers of the faction. Doesn't agree with the king or whatever. Right. They're, the prince, they, they seem like they'd be on the wrong Prince Doran. Is he a prince? prince? He's a king, right? No, it's, it's 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 a principality, so they're all princes down there. Oh shit! Yeah, I thought a prince was just automatically the the son of the king. Nope, not a monarchy, huh? Nope. All right. Well, it's a principality. Is that? It's a form of monarchy, but a form of it. Yeah. All right. I don't know the difference. Like Sealand, Sealand's a principality too. <laughs> <laughs> that has a king. That has a king. Does it? For the I record, it has a yeah. Prince. No, it has a king. What? Well, yeah. then it's not a principality. Then it must be a kingdom. It must be a <sighs> all right, a monarchy. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, this is why I'm we pretty fought sure a war. The guy, yeah. This is why we fought a war. I'm so pretty we didn't sure have the guy on Sealand calls himself king, but I thought he was a prince. Maybe he does. Maybe I don't know. Uh, anyway, Sand Snakes are they worse than Agent Stan Beeman? I would say they are way more out of place. Like Stan Beeman yeah. is terrible by American standards, but Sand Snakes are like historically bad. Yeah, I'm with you. But are they worse than the red-headed twins from Jessica can we, Jones? Can we slide uh, the screen up a little bit so I can see? Sorry. Here, let's just do this. Okay, so there's one more. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Now we can see them all. This is a putrid... Oh, God. All of the Alexandrians. So, I mean, as far as top five goes... That's the problem. I feel like that's all... a good top that's... five. Really? Right there. Chris, the Alexandrians, Tyrell, the red-headed twins, and Sand Snakes. I think those are some of the worst characters on television right now. And how do you shoot? Like, to me, Tyrell is probably the worst. 
Because I don't think Chris is necessarily a terrible character. He's Yes, he's annoying. Yes, he's whiny. Yes, he does stupid things. But he's a teenager who has a lot of familial problems. Hmm. I give him a little bit of credit, you know? Okay. Like, certainly he's not as bad as Tyrell Wellick. <laughs> um, or the Sand Snakes. What about Annie Bezerides? Bezerides? What about her father, the president of the Pineapple... <laughs> Polynesian Pineapple, Pineapple Institute. Institute? He's pretty bad, too. Is he? I guess he is. He's just got that he's not gonna long get top hair, five, and he's spouting a bunch of nonsense <laughs> all the time. He's, he's not going to get time bullshit. five, but he should, I mean... All right, add him to the list. I don't know what Somewhere his name in, is. I don't either. Uh, and I, so, I, I can't. Even, I don't even know, Mister Better Bezaridis to you. I know, and I, also I can't think of the real name for his institute because it's the Polynesian Pineapple yeah. Institute to me. It's, it's Panacopium. Uh, uh, I can't. Panoply. No, I don't know. Uh, Bezer. I, I get this. I spelled Bezarides right for the first time, probably because I'm mispronouncing it. I'm spelling it as I'm mispronouncing it. Where are you spelling it? Where'd you put it? Is it Elliot? Into, well, I'm, I, I put it into Google search because I was like, I'm trying oh. to find her. Father's Elliot. Elliot Bezarides. All right. He can go on there, but he's not going to make top five. No. He didn't have enough shitty stuff to do. His, his beard and, and hair almost got him there alone. I mean, because he's, he's, he's essentially playing Raiden from fucking Mortal Kombat the movie, which is not going to get you... <laughs> Not going to get you high up on anything. He's not as bad as Robert Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot. Beautiful. Uh, Robert Rogan Bezaret is. That's what they called him. Yep. RD for short. Uh-huh. Uh, RD Bezaret. You know, Robert, Robert Rogan, I think, is a model from Bad Dragon. Bad Dragon? Yeah. What is Bad Dragon? Isn't that the, the erotic toy company that sells... Oh. Sex toys that purport uh-huh. to be dragons and horses yeah, and werewolves like and dildos shaped like quote unquote dragon cocks and sure yeah fleshlights with the skin of aliens right and, yeah right. rubber sure. drogon is one of their most popular models uh-huh. uh okay so there we got so we got some, good top five. I think we got some good gas for the the worst character okay uh, biggest disappointment wow. wow. Wow, Fear of the Walking Dead was a big disappointment. Fear of the Walking Dead, but... Huge. So was True Detective, because True Detective it had a pedigree. Season 2 is pretty bad, and so was The Walking Dead, and so was The Bridge, and so was The Brink, so was... Ha- House... Okay. Wow. House of Cards, Spectre, uh, the what fact that the, the Winds of Winter, George George uh, Martin's next book, did not make it out oh. in 2015, and it's, probably not, it's almost certainly not going to make it out before the season begins, which is fucking incredible. I'm, I, I'm loving this. I can't I believe can't it. wait for people. I want to see the aftermath of this. That's what I'm waiting for. Because I don't give a shit. I only no. watch the show. And by the time the so show like, rolls around, people have made their peace with it. So I, don't, I, I feel like that because it's the slowest Band-Aid ripoff in the history of anything... This is such a slow-moving train wreck that people are going to, you know, the the outrage is not going to be as immediate. Yeah, but I also just want to like see how the books, what like, I how the stories reconcile themselves. Like let, let's say that Game of Thrones takes another slip in quality, about as big as the slip between season four, season three and four, and seasons five. Mm. Okay, so three and four are really good. Season five's a uh, a good step below that. What if season six falls another full letter grade and it's a now a C average show? I 
want to know what the book re- or the book reader is going to be like. Well, this is the double D's thrashing about without a firm outline, which I'm kind of sympathetic to that view. Sure. Or are people going to start thinking, oh shit, this is actually what we're going to be in for when we read the book. Well, I mean, you got to wait till the book comes out because, like, I'm sure people will say, "Oh, I know that's what can't the line. do anything without the book." Like, but, but I'm a, these guys are hacks. I'm a man of reason. If I see like the double D's coming out with stuff that's just ludicrous on the face of it, I'm not going to think that they made that up a whole cloth. Sure, they're, surely they're talking to Martin. Like if I see something like the Sand Snakes, like that's the thing. Like the Sand Snakes are terrible in the books. Mm-hmm. So they just are kind of like literal translation. So it's not like George Martin cannot come up with some real shitty ideas. I don't know, sure. man. I don't know. I, I'm. We'll see. I mean, it's not... it's incredible that we're even having this discussion. Honestly, I agree. For like this category, getting out the winds of winter seems like it could have been an achievable goal. But that's a kind of a joke nomination. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh... All these are real turds. Spectre, House of Cards, The Brink, The Bridge. Um, I, I I feel like House of Cards can't cannot be mentioned because one of the actresses made it to the top ten, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Nope, she didn't. No, All right, back sorry. on the table. Sorry, Robin. Um, uh, I mean, so House of Cards seasons one and two, pretty good. I f- I feel like it has been slightly coming down a notch each season. Like season one was all fresh and new, and Kevin Spacey and blah 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 blah. Have you have you heard chatter on the forums where they're not even committing to being done in season four? That's shocking to me. We might commit to being done in season four. <laughs> we might, depending on how it goes. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so I, but it's you, still you like just, you can't just spit on Jesus and say that it's good. All right. No, but it's it's a much better show than The Walking Dead. Come on. Sure. It's a much better show than Fear the Walking Dead. It's much better than The Brink. But but we're talking about biggest. This is not worst show. This is biggest disappointment. Like I yeah, like it would have had came, to be. An I was expecting. Shit show. I was expecting the show to be done, and it to have a thrilling conclusion of this House of Cards, sure falling apart with him at the middle. And I got this was essentially the season three finale, of The Walking Dead. The prison stands. The governor flees. Mm-hmm. None of the issues have been resolved, and I'm still, you know, the the most shocking, interesting thing happened is that uh, Doug Stamper was well, alive. Well, that that that's that, pretty shocking. That Claire and Frank split up, and Doug Stamper runs over. Uh, the What's fact that face? he was even still alive was shocking to me. Yeah, like we were talking about it, brick to the head. You well, but that's a part of the disappointment because we. I know that is yeah. an unbelievable turn of events. Yeah, you get Frankenstein's monster running around the Oval Office. The big so I, I expect I not I didn't expect greatness. I expected at least mediocrity from Fear the Walking Dead. They couldn't get that high. No, no, so it was bad. I expected greatness, honestly. Like because the middle chapters, the middle, you know, the, the second act is usually the weakest. Okay, I expected nothing from the bridge. Or is that is that I don't the first give a shit act from the bridge? The weakest. First cuts the weakest. I know that. <laughs> Uh, the bridge can go down the list. All right. I didn't care, and I wasn't disappointed, therefore. I cared, and I was disappointed, but also it's not like I shouldn't have seen it coming. So, all yeah. right. Game of Thrones was a disappointment, but not a huge disappointment, right? Yeah, like we talked about in the best show Was Game of category. Thrones a bigger disappointment than the newest James Bond Spectre? I say no. No, I agree. Was Spectre biggest di- di- bigger disappointment than House of Cards? 
I say yes. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. And I think that's our top five. Whoa, what? Well, well the Brink needs to get out of there, right? I, the Brink was pretty fucking disappointing. But I didn't... It was, I mean, uh, I guess I didn't have super high expectations. I mean, I like Jack Black, and I like Tim Robbins a lot. And I thought, hey, these guys are funny. Now, there might be our it top five. didn't didn't work for me. There might be our top five. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. You're The Walking Dead, True Detective, The Walking Dead, Spectre, House of Cards. Sure. Smell Spectre made it into a... Uh, let's say a biggest surprise. The Marvel Cinematic Universe being a success on, like, being invested on the Netflix. Double D and Jessica Jones. Double D, double J. The fucking alliteration. They do it. And these Marvel, this is bullshit, man. I'm tired uh, of it. <laughs> you know, Bruce Banner. I know. I know. Clark Kent. Clark Kent. I mean, it's certainly not... Scott Summers. Strict alliteration, but sounds uh, the same. Yep. What was uh, Batman is Bruce went up. No, doesn't work there. Breaks down. But yeah, there's a there's an amazing Clark amount Kent of alliteration. I, I realize I, that, I think that Stan Lee loves alliteration. He does. He does. As, Matt the, as the author of the Superman series, he loves alliteration. <laughs> Trying to piss off the fan. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So some person I know posted um, that someone got him a model of the Deep Space Nine. But it had some of the pilot. It was like something they got it from. Uh, they pulled it out of like a Goodwill somewhere. So like the pylons were snapped off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, wow, the uh, the, the Halo installation from the Halo video games. And there I got oh a big, like, like, people like, oh, my God, I can't believe. And I'm like, oh, Merry Christmas. I got you nerd rage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think you just got some people nerd rage for sure. for a belated Christmas present. Mr. Robot. When people were telling me that this Mr. Robot on USA Network was yeah. a weird, like the exact email that made me sit up and take notice, you are missing this in the same way you missed season one of True Detective. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I sat up straight. Yeah. And they weren't wrong. Like, that would have been a hellaciously fun season to cover. Although mm-hmm. I think we would have smoked out. The central, like, I felt Probably, like, yeah. Yeah, I felt like five episodes in, I'd figured the show out. Like, you had figured out... The central mystery. One part of the twist. I had figured out the other part of the twist. Yeah. And I think together we would have yeah. been like, yep, this, this, is, this is both parts of the big twist. Sure. So. Especially since I binged versus, you know... like I and, did too, If you yeah. had a whole week of people emailing and getting on Reddit and all that, so... But, but it was huge, a genuine surprise. Huge surprise considering the production. It's quality. on USA. Yeah. I like haven't thought show... about USA as a serious network for a long time. Ever. MacGyver? I... Was MacGyver on USA? No. That was his ABC. <laughs> ABC. Well, fuck. Maybe they broadcast. Maybe never then. Yeah. Because, yeah, I... it, it shocked me, and it shocked me in the best way possible. Better Call Saul. We were kind of both side eyeing that going in, saying. Mm hmm. I know Vince Gilligan's good, yep. and I know Peter Gould is good, but how are they going to pull this off? Are we missing a couple others here? Like, Nar- like is- well, Narcos wasn't a surprise. Like, I heard it, Netflix is doing Narcos based on Pablo Escobar. Like, that should be awesome. That should be cool. Yeah. Like, how do you make a bad series about Pablo Escobar? I mean, you could, but you'd have to try. Yeah. Miscasting um, would probably be the... Because you don't have to write anything, like... There's voluminous, ta- you know. There's lots of tales right. of Pablo Escobar. You just yeah. have to nail like, the casting. They did. Show it. me a hero. Uh, show me a hero was also not a big surprise. David Simon. It was frankly awesome. surprised that it came out. Like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it. Uh-huh. Nothing, and I popped on HBO now 
one day and I was yeah, that's like, the thing. Oh, like, show me I, a hero. I'll check I, it out. It's so weird because I follow like the HBO machine and the David Simon stuff and like uh, the house I grew up in and all these things on on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't. Yeah. Like people are saying, what do you think, Aaron? You're pretty excited about this. I, I'm like, I had no idea it was fucking happening. David Simon's writing something else. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. He's probably got something else that just came out. And I don't know. Probably. All right. Uh, and then and you Sensei got Sensei. surprised the shit out of me because I expected it to be operation garbage. Wasn't a complete shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just the the kind of social responsibility that it has. Huh. Uh, really. I need to watch that. I got a whole. I got a still a you whole do. week's I... worth of stuff to watch, and uh, I'm almost it, done with the Nick. So it's not the best show. All right, I'm, not, I'm, not... I'm not saying that, but it has some really interesting ideas and deals with a lot of pertinent issues in society right now. Okay. So. Uh, so that's our top four. Yeah, we'll see who wins. Yeah. Best debut pilot. Oh, ho, ho. Mr. Robot. All the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Daredevil slash Jessica Jones, Narcos, Asheville versus Evil Dead, Better Call Saul, Sense8. We have to make a top five here. One of these is going to get the shaft, and I feel like it's going to be Ash versus Evil Dead. Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, I don't know. I've not seen Sensei because I thought Ash versus Evil Dead. And... That's the thing. Like, it's a great pilot. Ask me how many I've seen. Just the pilot? I've seen two. Ah. Like, I want, I kind of want to see it, but it's one of those things where, I, you know, I feel like a, the, my my girlfriend watches a lot of these comedies. I don't watch, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I enjoy it. Every single time I sit down and watch it, I have a good time. I have no desire to sit down and watch it. Hmm. And I don't know what... Same thing with last The Last Man in the World. Was that last what it's called? Last Earth? Man on Earth? I think. Like, every time I've sat down and watched that show, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. I heard the season two completely uh, just got destroyed. But um, but I, I have no burning interest to sit down and watch it. Like, my mm. that, that whatever triggers, like, me to start binging something is, is not present on those shows. Yeah. And I feel like the same thing is going on with Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Okay. It was really good. It was really fun. You know, yeah, it might be something I want to watch next October. But yeah, yeah, I had the same. So I've seen like four episodes of it now, and I had the same thing with uh, that sci-fi zombie show. What was that called? Oh, Dead Zomb- Z Nation. Z Nation. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, where like I sat down and I watched it, and it was a lot of dumb fun, but I didn't continue with it. I got so much other stuff to do. I know. I mean, look how many time. shows we've watched this yeah. year. <laughs> it's we haven't insane. even watched them all. Like again, you can't. Humans, too many. Yeah. Are human as is, is like a big uh, yep, probably the big biggest notable one that we've missed. Um, the return gets a lot of uh, buzz. Still haven't seen that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so anyway, here's the thing. Better call Saul. If we're talking about this best debut slash pilot, if we're talking about that literally, I think the first two episodes of Better Call Saul that they introduced us to the universe was the weakest material they had, and I was easily. Re- really worried and that reflects from our podcast coverage yeah absolutely uh i really don't like episode two but like how are we doing this is this best debut is this best pilot episode is this because like better call saul has a fantastic eight episode run after that Mm -hmm. right like i don't know what do you think i i I don't this is our category i don't know i'm looking for i forget what we said when we were planning this but i think we have to make a decision otherwise we're 
Yeah, I'm trying to look at if there was any other. Um, we don't have narcos. Do we have narcos on that list? Yeah, it's on there. How about Show Me Hero? Why shouldn't that be in there? Uh, I suppose it should. I'm looking to make sure we didn't lose, leave anything else. Bloodline. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it should be on there. How about Ballers? Sure. Because there's one Ballers did hook me. I watched the whole damn thing and loved every minute of it. All right, we'll throw those on there. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Ballers. And what was the other one? I mean, does the Brink... No, no. It's not even no, going to win, no, certainly. No. The only reason I watched that is because it got recorded at the same time as the Ballers. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, and I almost gave up halfway through. Uh, what were the other shows? Uh, Show, Show Me, Me Hero. Hero and... That's it. No, it was one more that we just literally just talked about. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not. Uh, all right, all the way to the top. Um, Narcos, Jesus. Narcos is on there. Is it? Yeah, what, there was one more. Uh... How about Rick and Morty? No, season two. That's true. Well, fuck you then. Uh, go back up. I know there's another show. Scroll down. I'm pretty sure it's... I, I don't think so. I thought it was Show Me Hero. No, keep going. Bloodline. That was the other one. Oh, Bloodline. Are you want to put, uh, you want to put that I on I mean, there? it should be on the list because it was pretty good. Is it going to be an ongoing one? series? I guess... Yeah, I think so, yeah. And Show Me Hero doesn't qualify for that either. No, and... Spectre doesn't belong in the biggest disappointment if we're talking about TV shows only. Oh, see, that's why I like the biggest so, disappointment is that's just in in the year. Yeah. All right, so best debut pilot. Uh, yeah, throw Bloodline on the list. Bloodline on there? Yep. Well, I'd like what to. Happened? I don't know. Bloodlines. All right. Uh, do you want to... It's just bloodline, by the way. <laughs> do you want to make a defense for... Mr. Robot is pretty fucking good for a freshman outing. Better Call Saul needs to go up there. I think we Would should... Would you say Better Call Saul was slightly worse than Mr. Robot? And then... Here's I'm talking about from I a think debut. we should do. I think we should take Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Ash vs. Evil Dead and bump them down. Leave Narcos. Are we putting Dare, why are we putting Daredevil and Jessica Jones as if they are the same fucking show? I don't know. We shouldn't. Uh, all right. Okay. Bump, I, I would say bump those both out of the top five. Narcos up. Throw, yeah, Narcos and Show Me a Hero up there. And I might, hmm. And then I think number five is going to be Scary. Number five is going to be a challenge. We, well, no, show me a hero. It's definitely above Daredevil and Jessica oh, Jones. My fault. What the hell did I just do? Oh, I just you went, went into some kind of mode. fucking. Aha. Uh-huh. How do I undo fucked. that, Google? Like that, apparently. Huh, okay. Not a big deal. Uh, so Daredevil, Jessica Jones drops below. Okay. And now the fifth slot is the one that Ash needs to be debated. One, two, three, four. All right. Do you disagree? Well, I'd say Daredevil. But uh, I haven't seen Bloodline. I mostly agree with you. You haven't seen Bloodline or Sense 8. So really it's for you it's Daredevil or Ballers. <laughs> Ash for Evil Dead, man. I just like I said, Gotta I didn't give stick Mr. with Campbell it. Gotta give Mr. Campbell his his due. No, he's good. He's good. The king ordered it. And it's a fun show. I just 
it's is it one of the best? Top five best? I don't think so. King doesn't get to order shit here. This is our list. Okay. Well, do you want to put Bloodline over Daredevil? No. And then we have to decide which is the number one, which will be interesting. Yeah, that should be interesting. So we agree Daredevil's number five? I am I'm of one mind with you on that. Okay. And then I don't care about the rest of them. Okay. So Tim Jones. Not going to rank those. Shit. That's it. We got through the list. Now Ooh. we have to decide winners. Um, I think this is going to be easy. Most of them. M- most. Most of them are going to be I think comedy is going to be hard. I think uh, best actress is going to be hard. I think mm-hmm. nah, boomerang comedies. might be hard. Boomerang, yeah, boomerang, but it's a, it, it's a joke it's, category. It's going to be you and me you know, fighting over the stuff we have and haven't seen. I know. That's, well, that's I, what I this list I comes down to. I think I saw all the stuff to. you've seen. I've seen all the stuff you've seen. You haven't seen all the stuff I've seen. Oh, but have you seen it recently? What have you done for me today? Deep Space is true, because I didn't. <laughs> I blanked out the Hopscotch episode of Deep Holy Space Holy fuck, of there are banks. some colossally bad episodes. It'd Several be interesting of them. to see because oh, I I think of Deep Space Nine as the more whoa the more even of the two if, if we're talking the next generation. But I don't know, man. There's an awful lot of shitty baseball holodeck episodes uh-huh. and hopscotch pilgrim episodes. So I think it hinges the whole thing. Maybe we should like wait outs- for this. Outside but... of season one, is there a terrible Trek episode? Yeah, there's... here's here's the crux of Deep Space Nine. Do you or don't you like the episodes with the Grand Nagus? Because if you don't like those episodes, you're not going to like the series because there's too much of that. Well, like it, it, when you get to some of those later seasons, it's Grand Nagus is Nagus everywhere, man. I mean, Grand Nagus was super entertaining. He's awesome, and that Armin Shimmerman guy who plays uh, Quark, Quark yep. is fantastic with the interactions there. And then the guy who plays Rom, I don't know his name, but yeah, I, I love it. I thought the all the Ferengi were just amazing. No, I always liked when Ferengi took because it's like a different show. Like when they go back to Area Fifty One, <laughs> like it's like that's not real Star Trek. I don't. It's it's kind of like particularly like that episode. It's but... kind of like watching like I. It's the Grand Negus episodes are like a Peter David Star Trek novel. Like that, you just knew you were getting something different. You're getting yeah. a skewed version of the universe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And I have no and Quark's have no mom. problem with that. Quark's mom when they go to Ferenginar and she's buck naked. There's a lot of funny stuff. I, yeah. I don't know. I really like the Ferengi on that, but I liked I liked the Ferengi too. But there's it a lot came of a it. long way from season one of uh, when we the first next meet the grunting, a bunch of cringing, yeah. hunchback, whip wielding doofuses. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. Like they, they tried such to a think short like, span could, of time. I don't know. I don't know. Because even the Picard maneuver episode gave him a little bit of, you know, they, they started nudging him in the direction, and then yeah. when they had to sit down and make like, okay, how would this act as a real character? You know, uh, how, how would this person really be? How would you make a real character out of this? I think that's when you had to sit there and it's like, okay, you can't just have a bunch of racial stereotypes as and, a. Yeah. You know, and not like there's any race that like I'm not talking about Earth racial. I'm like you can't just like. Like I feel like all of the Ferengi on screen were essentially the worst things that the Federation would say about Ferengis. That's what got made it on the screen. Yeah, yeah, they're greedy. They're got big nasty. ears. They wear weird headscarf thing. They treat women barbarically. They only care about money. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they're not physically impressive as specimens. All right, this like, is not helping us that? decide anything, is it? I don't know. Are we starting with the best boomerang? Is that where we're going? Uh, that's where we're at. I mean, are we actually going to decide that today? Because I here's what I think. Hmm. I think we should the, the we should actually do this in secret, and then we should come come together. Uh, maybe we video it, maybe we not, and we actually duke it out about like if our results are different then that's where our vetoes and our forces ons and stuff like that come into play. Yeah, we never did any of those. Well, well we still got them. We got one force on and one veto. Like, that's uh, some interesting interplay. Yeah. Uh, huh. What'll probably happen is I'll veto your force on, you'll veto my force on, and then we'll have to do what we always do, compromise. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. All so, right. I feel like that's what we should do. We should we should make these selections in private, and then sure, if you want to, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like I don't want to influence your. I mean, that means we're not going to get them out until the new year. Why? So we can we can reconvene tomorrow or the next day. Oh yeah, if you want to. I thought you were talking about next Monday. No no no. <clears throat> Uh yeah, that works. Or I mean, or maybe we just take a half hour break. I don't know. I I don't feel like I'm ready to record the whole. That's the thing. Like, I'm not ready to record the 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 Baldi's podcast. Okay. Well, we can do that. All it's right. fine. I mean, do we want to, like, during these deliberations, I guess we, maybe we should do, like, a separate thing that, yeah, like, each year just do a separate thing that decides the winners so that people, like, if they don't want to know the winners before they've listened to all our deliberations, they want to hear them announced, like, an award show yeah. in the real podcast, they can do so. I don't know. Sounds good. Okay. Well, then that'll be it for today. Cool.